to Ideas All Day, a podcast where we, not experts, discuss our ideas and then place them into piles. A good ideas pile, an ideas pile, and a bad ideas pile. Let's do some intros. Selling everything that you possibly can, but for a price, Ajax. What, what? Making sense out of dollars and cents, Alex. Hello there. And wheeling and dealing until the cows come home. Me, Kate. Hi. So Ajax, can you tell the listeners what our topic is today? Our topic today is what would you vend? So a vendor, this small business or festival type of vending situation. I thought about this a lot. One of the things I would love the opportunity in my life to do is kind of actually open up a bakery. Not like a fancy one. It doesn't need to be anything crazy, but like they, we make bread, pastries. I'm not super into cakes, but I suppose that's, a, you know, a lot of places, bakeries do that kind of thing. But I don't want to do anything too fancy. I mean, I like my croissants. I like my brioches and different types of breads, but, you know, also doing like donuts on the weekend. Because that was a big part of my childhood was we used to always go down to a local donut shop and grab it on Sundays. We'd get a dozen. But still, it's always something I loved going to is when my parents went to a donut shop, but also when I lived in another city, when I was going to school, I used to, when I go into my laundry, I always visited a little bakery and I just loved that kind of small town atmosphere. But at the same time, we thought it would be so much fun. Now, mind you, I know it's actually a lot of work. You're up there at four o'clock in the morning, getting things started and usually there until like six or seven o'clock at night till you close up just to start it all over the next day. What would make your bakery unique to any other bakeries in the area? The problem is like where I live, there really isn't that many. There's a lot of bakeries. They're specialized in certain things. There's certain bakeries that do bread very, very well. There's a couple donut shops, but there's not a lot of places that do pastries that are actually decent. Mm. That's the problem. It's like there's a lot of donut places that are like these really fancy high-end donuts that cost about $4 a donut. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to charge someone more than like $1.50 a donut. And Dunkin' Donuts is terrible. I do not count this as a donut shop. They're barely a coffee shop, in my opinion. I have to disagree with that. I used to drink it all the time. And then I started drinking other coffees, not Starbucks, because Starbucks coffee is disgusting as well. But uh, it's just Dunkin' Donuts. They're specifically, their donuts are just not good. And I would rather see something local, homemade, but done really well. There's only one bakery that I actually really enjoy in town. It's okay. It's still something I would still prefer to go to, but it's not the best. In my opinion, I'd love to see other things. There was one thing I did want to focus on that isn't anywhere that I know of, in, at least where I live, that I would want to offer. And that's Stroopwafels. Mm. Have you ever had a Stroopwafel? Yeah, yeah. I have not had a Stroop. They're delicious. They're and amazing. They... What a Stroopwafel is, in the traditional Stroopwafel sense you get from the Netherlands, is two very, very thin, thin waffles, like very, God, maybe like a millimeter or two thick, two of them, squished between a thin layer of caramel or another filling, but usually caramel. So it comes up to maybe about maybe two to three millimeters in, in thickness. But what you do with it, and this is the genius part, is it is you get a nice hot cup of tea or coffee, and you put the Stroopwafel on top of your coffee. So that way the steam rises up and melts the caramel, which then and softens the waffles, and then you eat that. It is delightful. It goes perfect with a cup of coffee. But to have like homemade ones, which is extremely difficult, but something where they're fresh made rather than having to get them at a store where they're a little dried out, they're still delicious. And I suggest all of our listeners, if you've never had it, definitely give it a shot. It's amazing. But that Got would be it. a nice like special focus that a lot of places just don't do. I've never seen it homemade because it's probably just a pain in the butt to do. Okay. That sounds delicious. I, I, mm-hmm. Now I'm hungry. Thanks a I lot. I know, right? Mm-hmm. My next one, I had a period in my life where I was obsessed with puzzle boxes. Do you know what I'm referring to? Like the wooden ones that you have to maneuver yes. to open? Uh-huh. Correct. Where you have like either a mechanism or like decorative things, but you'd have to do something to the box in order to open it up. There's like a trick to it or several paths you have to go down. I would love just to have a little tiny shop that focus on primarily puzzle boxes, but those kind of puzzly types of things where um, they're very decorative, handmade. They'd be expensive, unfortunately. You know, you have some not as expensive ones, but something a little bit 
just unique because it's just uh, it's something I really loved and being able to display that and just have people come in and look at them almost more like museum esque. I hate in a weird way. I'm not expecting to make money on this kind of shop, but <laughs> to, not at all, not at all. This is more like I'm retired and I I won like the lottery like a half a billion dollars and I'm just like I want to blow this and have just enjoy my day. Something to fill your time. And, yeah, and just like know, be, get up in the morning to mess with it. Yeah, just like if no one buys anything in a day, I go whatever it's fine but that i think just to kind of share that with a lot of people will be really fun and interesting even if no one if they come in check it out see what it's like or new things that come through um or even to show off what a lot of people that these small creators that's which they typically are make and i think that'd be really cool for my last one would be butcher shop now it'll be a traditional butcher shop you know one or two guys behind the hour and i have no experience as a butcher i'm gonna i'm not an expert butcher <laughs> By any sense of the means. But the one special thing about this butcher shop, one of our kind of signature items would be essentially a human-shaped meat doll. It's not for your everyday, look, unless it's like Halloween, but it's not meant for your everyday purchase because it's a specialty item. Is but it like Barbie size? Like what size no. is this meat doll? Well, you can, it depends on the person. I mean, you can go from Barbie size if you just want, you know, just to show it off or human size, like full on six Whoa. foot, you know, five and a half. Eight scales would cost, but it would be what really made out of meat. Well, what kind of meat? Human uh, meat. Oh, long pig. Hold on. Hold, long pork, well, by the way. Little That's do we pork. know, Alex has turned into a serial killer. <laughs> no, no, now no. he's selling his, uh, <laughs> the bodies. No, that, he's, uh, that is not. Meat bodies. That's how he's getting rid of his evidence. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, they're no. meat dolls. I, really have better ways like. of, I have better ways of getting rid of the bodies. Um, it's too Let's obvious. not go down that road. It's too obvious if you do it that way. No, it could be you know, pork, <laughs> regular pork, beef. You know, I wouldn't do it with chicken. It wouldn't work out too well. How would you ground. make the face? Oh, you can do a lot of things. There's a lot of options to go with, but it should like be salami should be no, chunks. Like are, no, are no, these no. like decorated meat? This is meat bodies. Can, I wouldn't go that far necessarily. Me personally, <laughs> it would be more just like almost like it's in the shape of, but not necessarily that. It's really meant for vampires. Because I'm oh. telling you, you need to realize the listeners out there need to realize right now that vampires are real. Because this ain't your daddy or mom's Bram Stoker's Dracula here. This is your full on horrible twilight vampires but the problem is and what people don't realize is they are going to try and take over society and this doll which you would inject with you know cow or pig's blood is a way to give them a substitute to try and stifle their human thirst for blood so basically it's meant as a way to try and stymie their inevitable takeover of human society that's all now what you have to say your first idea was bakery not a fancy bakery, but like a bakery, a pastry shop in a small town. I mean, I like small towns. I like pastry shops. Stroop waffles are delicious, and I feel like they are always a, a good idea. So, psh, good idea pile for stroop waffles. I liked your little instruction manual for delicious stroop waffles and coffee and or hot beverage. This is a nice multifaceted idea. So I'll put this in the good idea pile. Your second idea, puzzle box. Shop for puzzle boxes. Correct. Only puzzle boxes. Eh, or things related to that kind of thing. Mm. The major focus is puzzle boxes, but Correct. there might be other maybe non-puzzly yeah, puzzle boxes. Mm. Or things made by the people that make those kind of things to show off their other parts of their work. Which I think Yeah. You've got your puzzle box store. You have people in your store for probably a long period of time. I'm kind of wondering what the incentive is to buy the puzzle because you'll just be in the store or are they all wrapped up? Like, are they all secret puzzles? Well, they're probably like, ones for display. Presented? I'm thinking of a, have them on display, but you would buy like one that's already boxed up, ready to go. It's kind of the same okay. argument for like a bookstore though. Yeah. Like you could exactly. sit there and read yeah. the book. Oh but, yeah. But most people cool. don't do that. Yeah. People, and if it's a good puzzle box, you're not going to solve it in, you know, five minutes. Got so. True. Yeah, or think of it like a piece of art, too. To a degree, there's some really creative people out there making these puzzle boxes that are practically works of art in some cases. That would be cool. And also, what I was thinking that would be also cool, too, is if you had a puzzle box to get into the store. So you had to solve a puzzle <laughs> to get into the store. 
to then be surrounded by puzzles. I so it's I, very themed. Yes, but the problem is, unless it's a very simple one, it kind of would one be a safety hazard because you can't if you can get in or out, that's an issue without solving a puzzle. Hmm. Or if you have like a special room that you have like a puzzle lock on it that takes maybe like five minutes to crack, but it's meant for people that really love it to get like to the, they want to see the special stuff. Okay. You know what? I'm going to put this in the idea pile heading towards the good idea pile because I like the idea, but I also would like a thematic expansion to the store. <laughs> Just the store not being thematic is the problem. Yes. Okay. Um, and then your last idea, your butcher shop. That is sort of old-timey style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper hats Paper and hats. All. Is it like red and white, too? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, all right, yeah, that'd be sweet. Okay, so then your main big seller is the meat doll. The meat doll, I'm, I mean, I agree about vampires, but why are you really, how lifelike are you making your meat dolls? Because that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but they're not meant to be extremely realistic. It's meant to be a substitute for person or to look like one, but it's not meant to have features. It's not going to be shaped out with like, I wasn't thinking of anything with eye, just straight meat of whatever type, usually probably ground, maybe a few other like mm, larger bits mixed in, okay. but more so it's not meant to look like a person that's lying there. It's, How do that's you not cook the, your meat dolls? Oh, in a large oven, like a pizza oven. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I just imagined like a meat doll all like crunched up inside of a pizza oven. Have you ever like, seen one of the no, jam no. all his arms? No, 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 no. This is one of the big long pizza ovens with the racks that rotate. So have you ever seen, you've never seen one of those before? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. With the two doors that you just open, it would just have one door, big oven that you'd push it in. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well, since it's made out of only ground beef though, I kind of really liked it if it was salami. And then, like, if the face had different meats, type of meats with eyes and stuff, I think that'd be kind of cool. Okay. So you're more on the, the decorative I'm, side. Like, the, you, you want yeah. it for something, a special event only kind of thing, which, so okay, this is, this fair is, enough. This is, a, this is an idea. Okay. I mean, it could be a good idea, depending on execution. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Kato. Okay. My turn. For your first idea for the bakery, at first, I wasn't very impressed with it because everybody knows bakeries and bakeries are I don't find them too special I'm not a person who cooks I am definitely not a person who cooks I'm not a person who bakes so I don't get excited for for bakery stuff but when then you incorporated the waffle, right now your bakery is like in the ideas pile there's tons of bakeries some of them are successful some of them are not if you made your bakery known for or feature the waffle and like had a little eating area and had like mugs of hot chocolate or coffee or tea and people can kind of hang out and have their waffles and their coffee in your bakery i would definitely push that more than to the good ideas pile oh i like that idea kate thank yep. you I was like, I was thinking that, but then I'm also thinking I would not, me, myself, would not be okay with being a barista because I wouldn't know the first thing on that side. It wouldn't even be like a barista. Like you would just have the, what do they call it? Those big tanks of coffee, like self-serve oh, so coffee. Gotcha. Self-serve hot water with tea bags. Like okay. it's, the people are basically going to a bakery and then there's a seating area. Like if you go to a gotcha. Target Starbucks, you can get your Starbucks and then they usually have like a few chairs and tables set up. So it's not like there's table service. Yeah. Well, that's an, that's an idea. Yeah. That's actually like not too bad. Pastry shops a little bit tend to go in that direction versus like your donut shops, which you don't. So and I, I feel like that would set things apart. Too. Yeah. You very much featured your waffle. True. Your puzzle box store, I'm going to put it in the ideas pile. I like it to a point, but it's super, super specialty. And if I was like going shopping and I just passed it, I might go in, I might not go in. And if it's super expensive, I'm not going to buy it. And then for Ajax's idea of a puzzle to get in, that puzzle in itself, I would put in a bad ideas for safety reasons, but it would be nice if there was like for smaller children, like a little treasure chest. And if you figure out the puzzle, you can take one of the little treasures inside. And it's oh, like a cool. stupid little knickknack or, you know, plastic, you know, crappy crap. But, you know, something that would engage the children into solving the puzzles. So I, I'll put that in the ideas pile. Okay. Last but not least, your butcher shop. What can I say? This is such a bad idea. Like straight, <laughs> what? straight down the bad ideas, Pike. I don't understand I don't. your logic. Having full-size meat dolls 
and why are you cooking them if they're for vampires and why are you helping Another vampires no we're not helping we're trying to stop them you're from, enabling vampires well they're it, it, the problem is we can't stop them easily this is meant to stymie them from or stop them from kidnapping a human to drain them if it was a regular butcher shop and you made little meat dolls like little voodoo dolls oh yeah i think voodoo like, dolls the no, there, there is that option in there i told you like, that you can come yeah, in different if sizes it's, if it's small voodoo doll size that you yeah. can give to your dog oh yeah or why would you cook it and eat it like why would you want to eat something that looks like a human or eat something that mm. looks like a doll how about you dip it in cheese no no straight down deep into the bad ideas pile <laughs> i don't get it why are you so pro-vampire is I what am, i want to know oh, I'm, I pro am I'm actually anti- i'm pro anti-vampire i was no, no no you're i was starting to actually get nauseous as you were describing your meat <laughs> doll idea it was literally turning my stomach any of the it, listeners i'm sorry if that happened to you as well but yeah I'll, all bad I know idea. is just <laughs> you're, bad idea. by placing it automatically in a bad idea pile you're pro vampire bad idea empire taking over pile. human society you're pro not human- changing my my <laughs> sorting it right in the bad ideas pile yeah, yeah. okay fine uh, i'll accept your bad idea but i know that you're wrong and mm. you're pro vampire taking over the world it's, it's, all i'm saying it's not about being wrong or right alex this is just opinions between friends no need to get personal no, no need no, to feel hurt i know we're I allowed know to have you. our opinions it's no, no, okay no. I know. I know. I know more about you. I'm getting inside your head. Yeah, getting inside your head. I'm. I'm very much against life-size meat dolls or meat <laughs> dolls in general. Okay. All right. Let me discuss my ideas for the assignment at hand. I took it as more of a small business venture, and I wanted to create businesses that I know I would be successful at. So my day job, I deal with a lot of different types of businesses and different industries, and I see a lot of different business names. So my first idea for a business is a a company that names your company for you. I'm trying Mm. to find examples of really hideous ones without actually saying hideous ones. Bone Steel Yoga. That sounds absolutely horrible or really metal. But in fact, the person who started the yoga studio's last name was Bone Steel. So that's why they named it Bone Steel Yoga. Mm. But like if I'm going looking for a yoga studio and I'm looking for something nice and serene and calming, I'm not going to go to a place called Bone Steel Yoga. I'm going to go to like Tranquil Yoga or Meditative Yoga. A name says a lot. There was second rate roofing. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to be second rate? <laughs> like you want to be first rate. You want to. You don't so want to be. Are you thinking? Is this like a consulting agency? It's kind of like a consulting agency, but specifically for company names. Yeah. So, you know, if you have an idea for a company name, you would take it to us, and we would be like, "That is horrible. Why would you choose that name?" And a lot of times, it's someone who owns the company. They're big up, and they're like, "Oh, this is such a clever name." I'm going to name it this. And everybody's afraid to tell the big boss, dude, don't call your place bronze metal karate. Like it's not, it doesn't, no one wants to be third place. So that's professional naming company. Professional naming company is idea number one. Idea number two, I played a lot of sports in my past. I played on a lot of teams. And the one thing I always found difficult was when I wasn't in a team environment and I was practicing by myself or working on skills, it was really hard for me to be at a really competitive level because when I was in a team situation, like team practices, there was people to compete with and I could see someone was faster. I can see I was that much closer to someone or I could see like, oh, I thought my throwing was great, but turns out I got to really work on that because this bitch over here is throwing twice as far as me. So for my second company, professional competitor, and what you would do is you would hire me to be someone that you would compete with on your independent practices so that you have someone to kind of like amp up your energy and to amp up your like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to play hard. I'll be at a gym and if I'm running on the treble by myself, it's kind of like, eh, 
as soon as someone goes on the treadmill next to me, it's game on. All of a sudden, I have to stay on this treadmill longer than that person, where I got to be faster than that person is. And it makes me work that much harder. Also, not just for like adults or for sports people, when I was working with children in a behavioral health setting, a lot of people don't know how to win and a lot of people don't know how to lose. Whenever I played games with the kids that I was working with, I never just let them win. And I've always told them that. Now, I might have changed the rules a bit. So if we were playing Connect Four, for example, they may have to only have gotten Connect Four, but I had to get Connect Five. So I would kind of level the playing field a little. But when they beat me, they knew they were beating me playing at my hardest. And so every time I beat them, I was always gracious, always like good game, trying to set an example. And every time I lost, I would try to instill like, okay, that was a good game. You know, don't gloat, don't rub it in. You beat me once. I feel like a lot of people don't have that skill. They don't know how to lose. They don't know how to win. So my professional competitive company would also assist people in that, getting the feeling of knowing how to win and getting the feeling on like, okay, I lost. What do you do next? Some people don't know how to bounce back from losing. They lose one thing and then they just feel like a complete failure. So that was idea number two. And then idea number three, it actually came to me from a personal situation. I was hired by my day job about three years ago. And about a month into my employment, there was this huge company party, a holiday party. And you were allowed to bring a guest. It was the whole company and their spouses are plus ones. I didn't really know anybody at the company. I, like I said, I knew the people in my department and not well. For my plus one, I decided to bring Alex because Alex is in an adjacent field to the field that I'm in. And I figured, okay, I'll have a friend there. If people start talking about work, he's not going to get lost. I kind of want to start a professional emotional support human company where you can hire humans or me, uh, depending on how big this company gets to be your emotional support human. If you're anxious about, say, planes and you don't have any Xanax, which, my God, I have like a constant level of anxiety and my doctor prescribed me Xanax for a flight, it was the greatest thing ever. I had never felt so laissez-faire, like whatever happens, happens. So for the emotional support human, if you don't have Xanax, you would bring the emotional uh, support human to basically hold your hand through the flight and have someone to talk Wait, to. Wait, is it you're not allowed to have Xanax or is your support human, do they give you Xanax? No, it would be in lieu of Xanax. Okay. Human Xanax. Human Xanax. Like almost like a meat doll. <laughs> what? Well, no, that actually, no, that actually ties in because... <laughs> My emotional support <laughs> human is basically a live a meat meatball. Meat or can thing. it be a meat doll itself? This is, this is where it gets uh, a little bit more interesting and has parallels to your meat doll. It does. Let me explain. Let me explain. Explain. So here we go. The reason I was thinking of emotional support human, besides like on an airplane. And you might not have friends that are willing to fly to wherever you're going. So you hire the emotional support human. But the other thing I have a really, 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 really hard time with is like when I get super emotional and like I'm crying and I'm messy and it's kind of tough because I don't want to be alone. On the flip side, I don't want anyone to see me like that because I never want to be seen that vulnerable or weak. So what you can do is like, say that you have a messy breakup, you can hire the emotional support person to be there. So you can be as messy as you want, snot running down your nose, and the emotional support human can also provide 
cuddling services to help with your breakup or death in the family or whatever trauma you're experiencing that you don't really want people to see you that low, but you can let a stranger see you that low. You don't care about this emotional support human. They're just there to be there for you. That should be the tagline. We're here to be there for you. So in a way, it's kind of like a meat doll because it's like cuddling up with your teddy bear trying to get some comfort, but instead it's a live human meat doll that you're getting comfort <laughs> does from. does not call it meat doll anymore. Do you, do you normally snuggle your meat doll? Well, that, my emotional support meat doll that's breathing and living. <laughs> so yeah, this emotional support human would be there. Also for like instances say that you, once again, you're going through a breakup with your boyfriend and you already RSVP to a wedding. If you don't show up with someone, there's going to be questions like, "Oh, where's Bobby? How, you know, Bobby couldn't make it." So You're a wedding guest solo? too. Are you, so is a wedding guest as well. So he, this person could be there to be your plus one and be like, "Oh no, me and Bobby broke up. I'm here with Tyler." And it's, "Oh, how did you meet Tyler? Through work, because technically Tyler's working right now." Another thing I want to stress, especially with the cuddling aspect. There's no sexual content, no sexual services. This is strictly for emotional support. Or like even at a funeral, if you just need someone there, they're there. Yes. Weddings, any kind of situation where you would feel uncomfortable being alone because you don't know anyone or you just feel uncomfortable because you're feeling things that you don't want to display, you have this person here, take comfort from knowing that this is your human right now. This human's not here for any other reason but to be there for you. So that's my ideas. That sounded very like pitch. That was a pitch for that. Yeah. I, th I yes. felt like we were on. I uh, feel like I was on like a shark tank. Shark tank, dragon's yeah. den kind of thing. And I'm, I'm thinking. QVC? Not quite that. <laughs> I don't think you would buy your human support <laughs> or come your emotional me, human come support. Come meet Tyler. You're, uh, he could be your emotional support. For six buddy. payments of nineteen ninety five <laughs> yeah. plus shipping and handling, you can have Tyler here. Yeah. He can mm. talk to you, watch you ugly cry, snuggle you <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, be your meat doll. <laughs> and that's the other thing. This person is not a therapist. This person is not. You know, I mean, they're going to be trained, obviously, in, in some aspect, but they're not there to fix your problems. They're not there to have sex with you. They're not there to service you on like hand and foot and get you food and snacks and shit. They're just there to be there for you, to make you feel better that you're not alone and you have someone to cuddle and cry on. So I want to make that clear. I think this would be a perfect job for a certain someone we know by the name of Alan. Mm. I think Alan would be excellent at this job. He probably would. He's already supporting you in other ways. So that's exactly. very sense. true. All right. So the professional naming company. Well, if it's named that, you know exactly what you're getting. You're getting a professional naming company. So I don't know if it's named that though. Oh, okay. What would you call yourselves? I don't know. Probably like Names Are Us. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're a professional Wait, you naming company and you don't even have a name for it? It's an idea for a company. It's not like fully executed. <laughs> Hold on, it is the critical, most critical part of it. And you're like, oh, I didn't think of a name. Professional business. naming company. Um, Professional business <laughs> naming company. Professional names. Well, I feel like I was really, I kind of liked it until you didn't really know the name of your professional naming company. Sorry, sorry I didn't bring a fully oh, developed idea. Uh, I was like, that's a good idea. But wait, she does, I don't know if I'd hire you. Yeah. If you didn't even know the name of your own company. <laughs> like I'd like to hire idea. you for naming my company. Oh, what's the name of your company? I don't know. <laughs> if I was about to solicit clients, I would have the name for the company. This is just the idea for the business. I didn't know Super I was supposed to have names. <laughs> well, if you're a professional naming company. <laughs> should have All right. So for my emotional support humans, it's going to be called <laughs> Dolls. <laughs> you can cry on. 
<laughs> okay, so wait, to get, like, to get my grading, so it was a good ideas pile, but it's now going towards the ideas pile. Okay. I, I Just because that. I don't know if I would hire your own company. <laughs> you gave me some time to think of a name for the company. I would blow your mind. Okay. So you're a professional competitor. I, I mean, I understand what you're coming at here. You need that person that's going to be going like full steam ahead. Are you like, what kind of competitor are you though? What I, what can I expect if I was to hire you as my professional competitor? What kind of competition would we be engaging like, in? I want to up my poll game. Okay. How, so how are you going to up my poll game? I could up your poll game. Um, it's really hard to do competitive poll with just one poll. But if we had two polls, we could go like head to head, or if we recorded your session and recorded my session, and we could go over film together and be like, all right, see, this is what I was doing wrong, but this is what you were doing right. Because obviously, okay. if me and you were to do poll competition, you would blow my ass out of the water. But you could still be a professional competitor. But though. I could still be competitive. And with being competitive, it's just like, all right, I got to be better than the other person compared to like, oh, I'm just going to work on this skill. Mm -hmm. That's what I was looking for. For a professional competitor, I want somebody to be like, okay, I'm going to be doing this balls to the wall. You need to be doing this balls to the wall type of thing. Yeah. Like I want somebody want beating you. You don't want. Oh, no, because I, no, I want person. you trying. No, I want you trying to beat me. Though. Yes. That's what I want. I don't that's, want. That's what I you, would be doing. Yeah. I want you trying to beat me like, oh, yeah, well, this is I'm doing this. Yeah. 25,000 times. So even though I would not be a good pole person, like I wouldn't be able to really compete on a level. I'm bringing that energy where it's like, if you lose to me, it's going to be embarrassing as shit. And I am trying my best to beat you because okay. that's what I want to do. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I'll put that in the good idea, pal. Thank you. Uh-huh. The emotional support human, human Xanax, or human meat doll? Human... Human meat doll. Emotional support meat doll. Emotional support meat doll. That's the title of this episode. Emotional support meat doll. Done. So I think that I would work for this company. Would you hire its services? I don't know. I don't know if I'd remember or be like, where with it? Be like, oh yeah, I'm feeling like I need some emotional support right now. Usually I just call you. So I think you are my emotional support human. To an extent. Yeah, but you don't pay her. I know. Yeah, Does that mean I have to start paying you? You yes. pay me in other ways. We have a bartering oh, system. Yeah, you do have ways. that pool. So, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that gym. Mm -hmm. and, and that pool. And all the cuddles. I think that's a mutual. We're both getting something out of the cuddling. So we're like each other's emotional support humans. We're each other's emotional support humans. Okay. Ale correct. Okay. So then... I mean, I wouldn't mind joining this company. I like emotional supporting. So yeah, good idea. I just don't know how you fund, make money on it. Like how much do you charge? So if you're hiring an emotional support human for an event, it'd probably be per hour. But if you're hiring emotional support human for an extended amount of time, then it would be like a, a different kind of pay scale because you're getting wholesale emotional support. You would be responsible for the emotional support, humans, meals, travel, uh, sleeping arrangements, things like that. So if you're, you know, if God forbid somebody dies and you're super close to them and you need emotional support for like a week, you know, you're, the charges would be room and board for that emotional support person plus wholesale one more question yeah can you pre-check off what types of emotional support you need from yes. your emotional support human like a, i would like the padding on the back i would yes. like the uh, distraction capabilities yes okay so as long as it's like you know pick and choose which ones because sometimes mm. you don't want all of them no and that's the thing some people aren't cuddlers when they're upset and some people when they're upset it's as soon as they're alone they start to feel the walls closing in. So your emotional support human might be just someone who actually sits next to you and watches six seasons of The Office with you until you fall asleep. 
So it doesn't have to be cuddling. It doesn't have to be someone who's holding you, but these are options you can get from your emotional support person. And it would also be, you can pick and choose who you want as your emotional support person. Swipe right for all the, like, yeah. Like, I don't know if I would be super comfortable. Yeah. It might be like Tinder. I don't know if I would be super comfortable with having a male as emotional support person because I would probably be more embarrassed in front of the opposite sex having my breakdown. And I think the cuddling situation, they, you know, there's no sexual content whatsoever with your emotional support person, but I'm going to be in a very vulnerable place and I might try to push that on the emotional support person. So in order to like circumvent that, I would probably want a a female emotional support person because they can still cuddle, they can still hold me as I cry, and I'll feel less self-conscious about breaking down in front of you. You're really into this idea right here because I'm on, you just just went on my grading. That was like, you just, all right, so you got a good idea there. Good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate it. All right, Alex, give it to me. On your first one, your professional naming company i'm a little concerned about it more so because it's very geared towards one thing versus like a marketing company that may take something and or like a um, consulting company that comes in and goes this is your image this is where we're taking you and this but this is where you want to be these are the steps we're going to take you your name is one aspect of it but it's it's not just the only part of it versus you're just focusing on your name is stupid let's find a better more appropriate one which, you know, as a one-person consulting business is probably fine. You may pay, you know, a certain flat consulting fee, giving different options and why they may be good. And here's the, you know, market data to prove it. And that actually is not that bad. If it's meant to be multiple employees, that's when I would kind of like be a little concerned because it's always, it's so very focused on one thing. In that regard, if it's just like a flat $7,500 consulting fee to just kind of, that's talking about naming. I don't know. Just thinking about like, that's the one aspect you're doing versus them going to another company that can get the whole package for a, get a logo fee. and all the things. Maybe do logos, maybe talk about what a five-year plan that can shape their image in the direction they want to going versus just the naming convention. No, I thought about this too. Yeah. I can only really put it in an idea pile. Also, you did hate the bone steel name, even though it was yoga and bone steel name is a uh, badass. It, the bone True. steel name is, it is, I, I got it that is a from, really badass name. It's badass. I got even if it is for yoga. From a previous job doing auto claims and someone was in an accident whose last name was bone steel. And I, I wanted to like start a metal band just based on that name. That is it's one of the, name. is one of the best names I've ever heard for a last name. Bone steel goes in the good idea. Good pile. idea pal. Agreed. <laughs> Professional competitor. I'm kind of putting this in the, idea leading towards good because i like it in the sense when you kind of discussed it with ajax because part of me was thinking it's a personal trainer it's a personal trainer that just does the activity with you that's that's everything that was in my head until you said i know i'm bad at it but i'm still gonna do it because of this reason where it actually pushed it more towards the good idea in because of that very reason Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't just be for sports it would be like for any other kind of skills professional knitter like i was thinking spelling bee Spelling bee, like having like I mean, staffers. yeah, that's um, what you want. You want a trainer for your spelling bee. That's a yeah, good yeah. Bee. Com- no, a competitor, not a trainer. It's a competitor. I know, but you, it's a competitor. But in order it's, to it's meant compete, to make, you're training yourself. Yeah, yeah. but you're you know you're ha- you're competing against somebody else in terms of sp- spelling. So you have this you know six seven year old child who's trying to win the spelling bee, and then there's Kate who are in a spe- having a you know one on one spelling bee twice a week. Yeah. In, that's We're that's kind of what's going head. in my head. Yes, head to head, being in a competition, she's mm-hmm. got to beat this seven-year-old girl in a spelling bee. Which the seven-year-old girl in the spelling bee would kick my ass. I am a horrible, like but you'd wretched be speller. Spell, but I would though. be spelling. Right. You'd be trying so hard. I'd exactly. be trying, and I would be teaching her how to win graciously every time she beat me on like the word chef or receive or. Yeah. Uh, so how gracious are you going to be? Are you going to be like, oh? Job well done. Good game. You know, that was, game. You, you beat me fair and square. I can't, you know. Shake hands, but not, yeah. at, not in Corona land. So no, air no. shake. What if, but what if she beat you like embarrassingly? Like she, your word was cat and you spelled it Q-U-L. Like, do you think <laughs> she would get a little bit too gloaty in that regard? And just like, well, going, that would how did be you... something that we would work on as soon as okay. she got too gloaty? It's like, now look at what you're doing. You know, you're hiring so you're me teaching to sportsmanship. with you. 
Yeah, it would also be sportsmanship. So, I'm sorry, what idea pile did you put that in? So I put that in the idea leading towards good. Because I thought, once I heard that part where it was really just meant to using someone who's competitive and using that strictly that competitive nature as a motivator to push them, hopefully in a positive way, I thought was pretty good. And I wasn't going to put in the good ID pile yet, but I thought it was, it was getting there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an idea that still needs a little... Yeah, there's something to that. Yeah. On to your emotional support meat doll. And, <laughs> I mean, human. Uh, my first question, though, is while they're working with a person, do they have to wear the vest that says, don't pet me, I'm, I'm working? <laughs> yes. Uh, that w- would be up to the emotional support human. They can have that option. Because I think that's very important where it has the handle on the back. You know, I'm, I'm at work. Please don't pet me. I think we'll be very I mean, that would be cool, too, because if they had their own uniform, then you always can recognize an emotional support human. But for the person who's hiring them, they might not want people to know that they have an emotional support human. So if you're, like, at a wedding, you don't want to be like, oh, I have horrible anxiety, so I brought this person that I paid to be here. That's, well, a, pro- that's a public – that's a private – yeah. Well, but then the thing is, yeah, I mean, if you're making a private, public that's one, one thing. Public, public one. But people have public, uh, you know, emotional support animals all the time. Well, the reason they have, please don't pet me, I'm working, is because the dog or the cat or the ostrich can't say to the human, hey, I'm working, I can't really engage in pet behaviors right now. Yeah. Whereas an I emotional th- support human is fully capable of, you know, if someone's trying to engage them in conversation, they could simply say, excuse me, I'm with this person at the moment, I can't really talk to you right now. Yeah. 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 Which I think the vest would do a better job of that. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Well, you know, like I said, the vest would be optional uh, yeah, between yeah, yeah. the person who's hiring the person and the person who is working. I'm not going to force people to wear a vest if they don't feel comfortable. Or it yeah. could be a small symbol. That's or what, whatever. Symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pin. A pin. Yeah. 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 Like I could see this to a degree being pretty good for, um, you know, isolated, like individuals that have a hard time. I, my biggest hang up with it was right at the end when Ajax was going over it, when you got to the, you know, yeah, you can choose like, these are the kind of things that I typically need help with. When you're trying to pinpoint, these are the kind of things that happen. You never know when you're in that emotional situation, what might happen or what might not. You may know normally what you do, but if that person that when you ticked all these boxes, you have something happen that's not ticked, and they're not ready for it, rather than someone who's able to handle each situation. What you can do, that could be just like, these are the actions that the emotional support person cannot initiate. So yeah. I might have ticked off, like, I don't want to cuddle this person. But once I'm in the throes of my fit or situation, fit or situation no, I fit, and I like reach out to be cuddled, then the emotional support person is there. But it yeah. could be like, I'm typically not a person that hugs, so I really don't want you to try to hug me but if i'm reaching out to you for a hug then i'm obviously consenting to that that hug and that it's not a typical behavior yeah yeah you can have those options like these are things i don't normally like but when you're in the session it's not like oh i'm sorry nope nope can't can't hug you right now or nope sorry we can't cuddle there's two other things is because with this emotional support human they're they're supporting you but they're not your friend. They are a Correct. stranger. So mm-hmm. really, they have no emotional attachment to you whatsoever. So have you ever uh, expressed anything like that to a stranger before? And like just a straight up like person on the street, never done it before. And that person is just receiving your message or what you're saying. And to me, that just like they'll have a zero emotion but besides, you know, nodding. It's kind of where I'm at with that. Second, my other issue I've got with it is when you got to the Tinder style, when you say, oh, I don't like if it's a man or if it's a woman, you know, there's no sex related, which is good that there's none, but escort services say the exact same thing. Yeah, there's no sex involved, but whatever happens afterwards, you never know. It's like, I, to me, that's like taking the wrong route versus saying, I prefer a man or a woman, check mark on that. You don't get to choose who you get after that. If they do a good job and they supported you, great. If they didn't, then you make a note saying, you know, you like a five-star rating or one-star rating. Like they were not supportive. They didn't do their job well kind of thing. Cause it really looks. So your app would be different. My app would be like, that wouldn't even be an app. It's just like you sign up for the service. 
they have kind of services like that when you're someone who's elderly. They're not a nurse or a nurse practitioner, but they're there to help you out. Now, those type of people are usually helping with laundry, helping with cooking. This is a different style, but they're not always there to be your friend. They're there to help you and assist you. It's great if you can become friends, but it's not there. But the fact that you can't go, you know, just male, female, and that's your preference, and that's it. You may say, I would prefer a woman, but they're a woman that would prefer a guy because she's got ulterior motives and vice versa. You see where I'm going with this? It's the potential for abuse of that system. I kind of get what you're saying. So maybe not the Tinder style. Yeah, like you said, I prefer a woman. I find a woman to be more supportive for me versus a man and vice versa, which whatever your preference is, your preference is, or if you have no preference at all. Because hopefully the people that are using it, I did. But if you're using this service, hopefully you're using it for the right reasons. Correct. For the reasons of evil. I would think that it would be more expensive to use an emotional support person than uh, buying a escort, so to speak. Yeah, I I would agree with that. One might be covered by Medicaid or Medicare. It could just be competition for escort, too. True. Well, it depends on what your need is. It could be Uh, competitive companies. You could have competitive competitive cuddling companies. Yes, and the cuddling cuddling one is also where I kind of draw the line. That's when it becomes an escort. I'm sorry. No, really? The closest it was is like, if if you put the arm around someone's shoulders and saying it's going to be okay, that's about as for for me. Or a hug is okay because that's supportive and I agree with that. But a cuddling to me So you wouldn't check off cuddling? I don't think, you know, a hug is fine, a cuddle... Is something very different. Oh my god! Don't Have you not had your heart broken? <laughs> like, oh, I'm just saying. There's it's no me. You don't like being a big spoon or a little spoon. There's nothing. Oh no, it's nothing comforting. to do with that. But I'm just saying, in that such kind of situation, having someone give you a hug or like watch you ugly cry, perfectly fine. I have you to know, disagree with you on this one. Uh, you know, there to support you, but there to cuddle to me is a little weird. Just that's my opinion. I my get opinion. so much emotional support out of cuddling. It okay. literally like recharges my battery. This is just one option I, of emotional support, guys. Absolutely. I am super anxious just naturally as a person, but when I'm cuddling, it is like there's no additional thoughts. I'm just there in the moment mm-hmm. enjoying the cuddle, and that is so hard for me to find in any other kind of situation. That's divine, that zen heard one. kind of yeah moment the only other time i get that zen kind of moment is when i'm like in the zone with sports or in the zone with music and it's so much more difficult to get in the zone with those two things than it is to just find a person and cuddle the shit out of them Uh it is so therapeutic to me alex you should try the cuddling you should open (laughs) yourself up in terms of piles i'm gonna have to put in the bad ideas pile because you could do the exact same thing with an uh, emotional support animal. Like, that's kind of where it is. I understand there's a difference to a degree. Cuddling is different. I, yeah. It is. Cuddling no, is I different. would rather yeah, I'll cuddle, cuddle with a cat they, or a dog any day. You. How are they and the other thing you? is, I don't know, like, have you ever cuddled with dis- a Great Dane? Because I can dis- spoon you real good. The distraction, <laughs> the distraction element isn't there. My cat isn't going to distract me from all my negativity and all my negative thoughts when I'm sitting there watching Netflix by myself. Well, if you're sitting you there know. watching Netflix by yourself, you don't have your cat with you. I do have my cat with me, but well, she's then it's not, not by like yourself. she's not there holding my hand, no. or she's not there distracting me from like why isn't did Netflix my boyfriend break your up emotional with me support that- Netflix. Emotional support Netflix. You pair it with your emotional support meat doll. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's my opinion. I just I don't mm-hmm. see enough of it of a of a need that can't be fulfilled by another service that already exists, such as emotional support animals or like. I, what happens if you're, uh, just what happens you if you're allergic to to all kinds of animals? Well, if you're allergic to all kinds of animals, which I don't think you can be, usually it's just one. There's usually still hypoallergenic animals like hairless cats or poodles are hypoallergenic. So there are options out there. Snakes, typically you don't. There's not too many people with allergies to snakes. Well, you also cuddle don't a like cuddle a snake. Yeah. But some, I want to see some people Well, you've never snake. tried. You've never tried. Hugs. I hold lots of snakes. <laughs> yeah, but snakes are natural huggers. I know. Well, see? it's definitely constrictors. So my idea is my number one, my numero uno idea, my dream vending adventure is for a product that already exists. This is Moon Mat. Moon Mat is 
a memory foam mat with holes in it. It's about three and a half feet by four and a half feet. We are not being sponsored by Moon Mat. We are not being sponsored by Moon Mat at all. If Moon Mat would like to sponsor us. Oh my God! Yes, Moon, Moon, Moon Mat contact to sponsor us. us. I would be a vendor of your product because um, Moon Mat, if you're listening, please reach out to us at ideasalldaypodcast.gmail.com. Yes. It is a great product that I enjoy. This is not anybody else thinks about it. Just me. I don't know everybody else. I just enjoy it. You're not sponsored. Is that all I need to say about your idea about being a sponsor for Moon Mat? Yeah, I just want to sell moon mats. For the people who don't know what a moon mat is, can you please talk about why you particularly like moon mats and why you stand by their product? I just really enjoy being on a moon mat. It's not as firm as a yoga mat. It's not as long as a yoga mat. It's very squishy. And since it's so squishy, it feels really good and... I really enjoy just sitting on moon mats and I could just sit on one all day and be like, Hey, do you want a moon mat? And if I could just sell moon mats, if I could be on a moon mat all day selling moon mats, that would be sweet. So that is my first idea for vending. I just want to vend moon mats. My second idea. So I've always been interested in motorcycles and also motorcycles with sidecars. So I would like to give motorcycle rides. It would be cool. I don't have a motorcycle and yet I can't drive a motorcycle yet. But eventually, if this did happen, I would like to give either a sidecar ride where somebody could jump in the sidecar because experience that or to drive the motorcycle and I'll sit in the sidecar. But you would have to definitely prove that you know how to drive a motorcycle before I sat in the sidecar with that because I don't know if I would trust you. So there would be some liability waivers definitely need to be signed. Sidecar rides. Either you're in the sidecar. Maybe that'd be better if you're just in the sidecar taking a ride. But I would want to take a ride too because I really like sidecars. Okay, my third idea is a food truck. This food truck would have spaghetti squash bowls. So you take a spaghetti squash, have the insides be like spaghetti, and you'd have all different flavors and all different types of spaghetti squashes that you could possibly get. You can get breakfast spaghetti squashes. You can get lunch spaghetti squashes. You can get dinner spaghetti squashes. So there's so many options of spaghetti squash that you can make. You can have a scoop spaghetti squash with eggs and bacon in it for a, a breakfast spaghetti squash. You can have a ham and cheese spaghetti squash for lunch, or you can have a spaghetti spaghetti squash. There's a lot of choices that you can have with spaghetti squashes, and you can make some really interesting different toppings and flavors. And it's a, it's a multiple food. It's a great food. It's a good base food. It is, and you don't and like it's cool because you could probably have an, a very simple carry case with it too carry case like you know it's it maybe just a piece of aluminum foil or some sort of like very non why aren't you just like putting it back into the spaghetti squash like shell yeah it might like, be hot it might be hot that's well you take it out you cook your spaghetti squash and then you put it back into the uncooked shell like you scoop all your you spaghetti it out and then you're putting you're making it and then you put it back and use it like a bowl yeah that's so what then, I was thinking you were then doing. Then you don't even, yeah, that's what I... Biodegradable to, bowls. Yeah, yeah I mean, actually just, compostable bowl. If it doesn't have any oil on it. Some of yeah. the spaghetti squashes, if they're cooked in oil, they could be... Yeah. It's still better than buying plastic or paper or... Mm-hmm. It's less wasteful. Yeah. And it, why I would like to do it, sell it at a festival, because it's got hydration. You can have lots of different flavors. It's very filling. It's, it's nutritious. A good, it's a very nice. It's a vegetable. very complete food. Yeah. Uh, it's not simple carbohydrates. It's, I, I make it sound like substance. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not a dietitian, but it's real food compared to getting something that's super over processed. And so I would have a food truck called Spaghetti About It. Get your spaghetti squash for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. 
or maybe dessert because I've never even tried having a spaghetti squash for a dessert before, but it might be possible. So spaghetti about it is my third idea. For the moon mat vending. I love the moon mat. I don't own one myself, but every time I visited Ajax, I try and spend as much time as I can with said moon mat. It's really the only reason I actually go and visit. Not surprised. And I think she appreciates that, actually, Mm -hmm. and understands. Because you're a future customer, possibly. Exactly. Anything, anytime you're distributing more moon mats and making them more available to the to the world, I think I, I'm fully in support of. So I would have to put in the good idea pile because moon mat is amazing, and it's all made of re- repurposed materials. So it's a uh, repurposed good for it's good. It's recycled, you know, materials technically. Thank you for that point right there, Alex. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on their website or anything. You were not. No, no. You might have been. We'll, I don't know. I don't creep on you that much. We'll put a link below <laughs> in, in the description of the moon mat. Yeah. Uh, website. On to your motorcycle riding, I'm guessing a, like almost like a tour. It could, to be a any, it could be any type. There could be tour versions. I'm just saying it's like it's basically just going for a, a ride for you're doing a it test drive. Evil evil versions. Yeah, yeah. But you're yeah. basically just taking people for a motorcycle ride Woo! or they're taking you for a ride. That's what's yeah, going on. Exactly. I'm very torn. I have to put it in the ideas pile. Oh. Nice. I, I like motorcycles. The idea of having a tour or something with them sounds pretty cool. Very much like like a tour through like taking going in a sidecar, taking a tour with a tour guide, even if you don't, can't hear them, but just driving through the countryside like in France or something. Sounds like a great idea. But just like riding around or taking someone else for a, a ride in a motorcycle just seems kind of strange. And I don't see like an exact point to it besides just mm. riding around in a motorcycle. Yeah, it was for either or. Like, yeah. Most likely it would be a sidecar ride, but I'm like, what yeah. if the person doesn't want to sit in a sidecar and they have control issues and they really they, like to drive a motorcycle? Then they should just like rent a motorcycle wherever they're going. Because sometimes you can do that. Not always. Mm, but it also could be a transportation service. If you, you know how to drive the motorcycle, you can ride the motorcycle, but you'd have to show me an ID first. Eh, I mean, I, if I was doing that, uh, to me, that's just like, they'd have to pay a lot in insurance. To cover the motorcycle if they if they wreck it, essentially. Okay. And then if idea. they wreck it, they wreck your motorcycle. Yeah. And, and they, they find the that there's something wrong with the motorcycle. Yeah. And that's why they wrecked it. Then you're going to be liable for all those yeah. medical bills I'll, and I'll lawsuits and stuff. you got to be wrapped in bubble wrap first. Yeah. So you I have to be I wrapped have... in moon mats first. Oh. Mm. Moon mat motorcycle ride. Yeah. A moon mat suit. Four motorcycle rides. Yes. Yeah. Mostly I was thinking that somebody would ride in the sidecar and I'd ride the motorcycle. Yeah. Just for like, that was the first, the first rendition of it, like level one. Yeah. The other levels are a little bit more advanced and more liability issues would have to be in there. Yeah. I, I see it more as just like if you were taking people for tours in the area or local area or around certain places and, you know, and they're in the sidecar, you're driving, enjoying the scenery. I think that's perfectly fine. But for what you've described, I have to put it in the ideas pile. Like straight in the middle, because I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes, it's just not good enough. You know, to put in the good ideas pile. On on the last one, food truck specifically towards spaghetti squash. I am not a big squash or spaghetti squash Mm. eater. Okay. Food trucks are amazing. So I'm going to take myself out of this. I I can put it in the good ideas pile for that reason. The only thing I really don't like about it is that you have a very racist <laughs> title. As oh, is it really racist? As someone who says, it's uh, very... who's, pers- who's half Italian, yeah. you're going, calling it the spaghetti about it. First it's spaghetti, and forget about it, so it's like a New Yorker Italian. Kind of racist in that regard. Oh, I'm sorry that I was I'm racist. I'm just saying, uh, like, oh. it was unintentional, but it's putting sorry. some stereotypes on there. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to get bad. So, I mean, it's a clever pun on words, and oh. I'm sure you wouldn't get in that much trouble, or there's not a lot of, you know... I'm sorry, all the like, Italians. Like, if you were Italian in New York City, you'd get away with that 100%. Really like, sounds like, like you need a professional business name. I do saying. need a professional business name. I know. Neighbor. If only yeah. there was one that had a name that we knew of. <laughs> there's only a company that could name your company. Yeah, there's, there's, there might be some other potentials for I might need do. a professional naming company, which was yeah. in my good ideas pile. Yeah. yeah. It's we'll just not, maybe forces. not this main <laughs> company. <laughs> Um, so I apologize. Do so, I have to have a written apology? 
No, it's not the, a terrible thing, but it is, you know, perpetuating. It's a little insensitive. Yeah, I'm sorry for being insensitive. Yeah, it's not like you're being insulting, but it's a little insensitive. I was personally just thinking about Joey from the Friends. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand, but Joey was a, a Italian from New York. And it was well, a punny He was playing, name. yeah. I mean, again, I like the idea. I do. I'm just changing the name. Otherwise, it's it's fine. Good idea. Okay. So, so that was that idea. was your critiques, right, Alex? Correct. <laughs> All right. Let me do mine real quick. The Moon Mat, when you first said you wanted to be a vendor for Moon Mat, I was kind of like, uh, at first. But then I remembered that all of my moon mats basically came from you because you can't just go into a store and buy a moon mat. You have to be at a festival. You got to be at a place where moon mat is selling the moon mats or you can buy them online, I believe. But Mm -hmm. I would have never have known about this company if it wasn't for you and uh, your boyfriend going to festivals and purchasing this uh, moon map, bringing it home and be like, hey, you should try this out. So since you've basically converted me into a moon mat user, and I love moon mats, uh, they, I'm currently using two moon mats as pillow topper for my bed, and I sleep wonderfully on them. They're super comfortable. They retain their firm snugginess. I don't know how to describe it, but it is very pleasant to be on them, to sleep on them. Considering that it is difficult to get a moon mat just anywhere, I'm going to put your your vending of moon mats into the good ideas pile because I feel like if moon mat did more vendors than they have currently, I think moon mat would take the world by storm. I think everybody would have a moon mat, especially yoga people, especially fitness people, especially people who just want somewhere comfortable to lay or sit great for pets my cat likes the moon mat willis our dog visitor today couldn't get off moon mat yeah yeah so i'm gonna put that in the good ideas pile uh motorcycle with side card rides i thought immediately too of tours alex i thought this would be a great tour like if you're doing a tour of a vineyard or if you're doing a tour of the countryside it would be a really kind of neat experience I'm also thinking like Uber and Lyft, premium Uber and Lyft. How cool would it be? Oh, I have to go somewhere. I can either go in a car or I can Uber motorcycle with a sidecar. How badass would that be rolling into an event where you're coming out of a sidecar going like, oh. What's more badass than that? It's like seriously badass. If someone named uh, Bone Steel was driving. Especially if it was like Bone Steel driving. Bone Steel sidecars. Bone steel lift, bone steel Uber. I think that would be great. I'm also thinking like for holidays, it'd be cool to take a haunted motorcycle sidecar ride or a Christmas time motorcycle sidecar ride or whatever holiday, Thanksgiving. Like the the ideas are kind of endless. You can take city tours with the motorcycle and sidecar. The only concern I have is once again, the liability because you're yeah. definitely more likely to not survive a motorcycle accident than you would a car accident. Yeah, this is why I was thinking more countryside than city-wise. Yeah, too. or you can just make the sidecar reinforced, like more like a cage. So that way it's, if you get- Is that a roll bar? Like a roll bar and shit like that. Uh, the only problem is if you, you, know, you cage it up too much, it kind of takes away from the scenic view. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing is I, I thought you could also dress up the sidecar. You can have themes if you want to rock the Mad Max look. Oh, that'd be badass. That would be like so cool if you want to rock a military look or like yeah. Rocky Horror Picture kind of show look. You'd have all these different options. With that said, I'm going to put it in the ideas pile, but very close to good ideas. It's just like more of a logistics and trying to find your focus you, you can't be everywhere like right now i'm everywhere with it because i'm just really mm. excited about the idea um so i'm kind of hindering your idea for in my ratings go figure but i think it has a lot of potential ideas very close to good if not good okay your food truck when you first said food truck i kind of rolled my eyes and was like oh fucking another food truck like there's so many food trucks there's food trucks all there over. are i know food trucks galore i have never heard of a food truck just specifically about spaghetti squash and spaghetti squash is really such a versatile food item 
Mm-hmm. Like you can do so much and you already have a vegan built-in option. You already have a vegetarian built-in option because the basis of the food truck is something that's already vegan and vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So the only way you would ruin it for those parties, if it's is like, no, meat, all of our options are meat. On it. Yeah. Just all <laughs> the options are meat. You can't have just a spaghetti squash. Exactly. I would totally try a spaghetti squash from a food truck. I think that would be a really neat experience. I'm not a huge spaghetti squash fan. I like it. I suck at making it myself because once again, I'm not patient and I don't do well with cooking. If you can find a way to make it work, there's really not much more you need to have this idea really fully fleshed out. You get a food truck and you find a way to cook spaghetti squashes. And I don't think sp- spaghetti squash is a very expensive squash either. You can get them pretty cheap too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah, they're really not that expensive. Yeah, so the main staple of your food truck is an inexpensive food. Yeah, and everything and, else is just a filler. So it's like, yeah. even, it's really not... If you're doing it by halves, if you're giving like each serving is a half a spaghetti squash, that's going to be a lot of food. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be giving a lot of food for not as much money as some of these food trucks that like you get a slider and it's $5. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good idea. I could totally see someone stealing this idea and having a spaghetti about it food truck. I can't wait to have to try it. Some Italian chef in New York is going to steal <laughs> this idea and do or a spaghetti about like- it. Spaghetti me not like it can be like a flower there you go i mean i'll totally work there if anybody has a spaghetti squash truck i will totally work there i'm fully behind your product but yeah so that's all of it right yeah yeah well thank you for listening thank you thank you you can find us on <laughs> itunes spotify major uh podcast stations youtube youtube tube um I've been telling people to email us their pictures for Instagram. You can just like tag us in Instagram instead of sending us an email. I just, I am really not the best at Instagram. So whatever makes it easier. When we were talking about your puzzle boxes, uh, Alex, it made me think of today's sponsor, Angry Nimbus Woodcraft. If you need custom bottle openers, Angry Nimbus Woodcraft, flight paddles, Wrist rests. Anchoring in this one craft. Mouse wrist rests. Anchoring in this one craft. Serving board. Anchoring in this one craft. Please check out the website angrynimbuswoodcraft.com. Yes. Where he actually cares what kind of wood he, he uses. Yeah. This isn't your like IKEA particle board bullshit. This is some legit no. awesome wood. But angrynimbuswoodcraft.com for all of your with crafting custom needs. Please check them out. Excellent sponsor of ours. We don't only just, they're not only just a sponsor, but we've actually used their products. It's a good time. Good times. AngryNimbusWoodcraft.com. So yeah, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, comment, email us at ideasalldaypodcasts at gmail.com. If your last name is Bonesteel, please let us know. We would love to talk to you a little bit and pick your brain about your family uh, heritage. Your family history. And your and yeah. yoga studio. And your yes, yoga please, studio. Please join us one day, Bone Seals. Thank Thinking you so ideas. much for listening, everybody. Keep Toodles. being creative.